0: You're listening to the Fit Mind Fit Body podcast where we explore the connection between a fit body and positive mental health. And our big mission it's to help 10,000 runners to develop fitter minds in the next 2 years. I'm your host Michelle Frost. Let's get moving. Welcome to episode number 33 of the Fit Mind Fit Body podcast. In this episode, we speak to Nina Shah. Now, Nina grew up in Kenya. In fact, she grew up in the town of running champions called Eldorat. You may have heard of it. But Nina isn't renowned for her running. In fact, she has been a badminton champion. She's also a runner. Enjoy. <laughs> Today, I am really excited to speak to a friend of mine, Nina. She's way on the other side of the world. So welcome to Fit Mind, Fit Body, Nina. How
1: are you today? I'm good, thank you. How are you, Michelle? I'm
0: awesome. So tell everyone, where are you?
1: At the moment, I'm in UK, Stanmore, London. So
0: so you're in London? It's like a suburb of London, is it?
1: Uh, yes. So, so between in London, there's like different boroughs and different okay. small counties. So I'm in the Middlesex County uh, and it's the Northwest part of London.
0: So if you were to, just out of interest, if you would go into London, how long does that take from where you uh,
1: live? No, it could, if I go on the train, it will be like 20 minutes. I'm in, I'm Ooh. in the city actually in the central. That's London, excellent. So. Hmm. It's not too far.
0: Nice and close, so you could run yeah. into the city, couldn't you?
1: Yes, and I did when we was training
0: <laughs> we for can, an event. We could talk about that; would be really interesting. Because uh, I think that is really interesting. Anyway, so getting back to Nina, Nina and I are friends because we have mutual coaches, running coaches, um, who don't live in England and they don't live in Australia. They live in Holland in the Netherlands. So yeah. we're kind of a global community, which is fantastic. Um, but Nina, what I would like to ask you to start with is where did you grow up? Because I don't think you grew up
1: in London. No, I didn't. You're right. Uh, <laughs> so I actually, I was born and brought up in Kenya, in, in, Kenya. The, in the country or in the town called Eldoret which is the champion city of running so what I suppose (laughs) I suppose I can say I am a champion
0: (laughs) and now you all can see why I wanted to talk to Nina because she's so much fun she's she's hardly said more than three words and most of them have been laughing (laughs) yeah true (laughs) I think that's awesome. I don't think that's funny. I think that's very, very cool. <laughs> so tell us some of the runners who've come from the city that you were born and grew
1: oh, up in. I mean, there are tons and tons of runners, but the present runner, uh, Elit Kipchoge, he's from that town as well. Wow. So it's 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 just fun that I've always run and Yes. I've, I'm, I'm not as fast as him. I'm not what? as fast as them, <laughs> but I just love running.
0: That's a, that is exactly what this podcast is about. Just loving
1: to run. Exactly. So you don't have to be fast to be a runner. You just need to love it. You do. That's Enjoy true. It.
0: So tell us yeah. growing up in Kenya, was, was that a big part of your childhood? like running
1: yes I mean um first 23 years of my life in Kenya yeah
0: and so yeah when you were at school in Kenya was that was it kind of promoted as a thing that everybody did or how how was it looked at? okay home? so
1: for me actually my dad was a runner so ah. when he used to run and uh, I was about five, six years old, that's the first earliest that I can remember of him running because I'm, he was running for years and years. Um, so he, I used to see him run and then there were times when he would take us to run with him, me and my brother. Oh. So we would just go and run, even if it was just for 10, 15 minutes for, for us, it was like a big thing because we would get time to spend with him and we'll just, you know, feel free and run up the hill and come back down the hill. So oh, cool. Um, that's my earliest memories of running, really. Uh, and then in school, yes, you do a bit of sports. You do a bit, you know, you play games. you part of growing up. So, yes, there's, there's that, that bit as well. But I, um, I suppose, got into running because in, when, I, when I got into high school, I started playing badminton. Um, and that's, uh, for me, I kind of knew I needed to run for my stamina for the badminton. Mm-hmm. So I would always like run for at least half an hour before actually going on to, on to play badminton afterwards. Wow. So that's... that was like our first kind of thing. So for... Um, you know, before hitting the courts. before so you'd wear yourself
0: out by going for a run?
1: Yes. Before you run, play? Yeah, on the hockey pitch. So there was a hockey wow. pitch just where our courts were. So we'd do about 10, 15 rounds of the hockey pitch, and then we would go inside and start with the badminton. So oh, that's wow. That's the earliest that we started. Uh, and in schools as well, there was always like 10K running and uh, they would let us go for PE. So after school, so after four o'clock, they would, they would ensure that we all went to the field and, you know, did uh, running and a little bit of exercise and stuff like that. So it was part, it was a big part of growing up in a way.
0: It strikes me as a place that would be quite warm. So, it is. so even like the, right sounds like the running you did, you said that would be after four o'clock. So at school if that would is that a warm time of the day it seems like it would be a warm time of the day
1: uh so it's a bit so in so it allure itself um in the morning and evening so around say until 10 o'clock mm-hmm. and after maybe four five o'clock it's a bit cooler so okay it's not as warm um uh, as like say 12 noon or like that yes it's so like it still warm enough to mm-hmm. feel quite, kind of you know all out of breath and out of uh kind of just you just get warm really easily because it, it is still you'd say about 20 degrees uh, i guess you're
0: acclimatized to it so it's yes kind of normal. yes yeah not, not quite yeah. like where you are now perhaps
1: uh no it's, it's <laughs> quite different now it's, a different it's quite different <laughs> or, yes now the heat just gets to be straight away. So during the summer, I'm not very keen, but I've still been going out. I go out early. That's why I've just come out from my run because early in the morning, it's not that.
0: Because it's still like seven, what is it? Seven, or it's just gone 7.30 a.m. It's just caught
1: to 8, yes, yeah. at the moment. But yeah. yeah. So summertime, I'll even come out by 5.30 in the morning so that I miss the sunshine. <laughs> To avoid the heat. But yeah, <laughs> that's it's funny. when We've
0: fun. got a childhood, a childhood full of warm running. <laughs>
1: now, yes. Now you yes.
0: kind of shy away from that a little.
1: Yeah, I mean, I will still go out if I really have to, but I know now. I suppose with time and with age, I think I'm just getting. It's getting to a point where I just find it's too warm. It's just too. Yeah. Warm.
0: So obviously. Well, not it's not obvious except that I know you so um <laughs> well I know you a little so um when you when you finished school yes. you obviously didn't go on to a running career
1: no I didn't No. so so what did you
0: do what did you do like well, everybody yes. from this city obviously went on and did running but maybe they didn't
1: <laughs> so like I said so I was a badminton player mm-hmm. I still just before finishing school I actually became Kenya number one at one point in badminton wow. singles ladies I didn't yes. know that that's no amazing. you didn't I did not know <laughs> you that. didn't I know that's that awesome. uh, so I was three years running national champion Fantastic. for schools at high school and I played the under 18s I was the runner-up I played the under 21s, I was the winner. And wow. then I played the ladies open and I was the winner. So Wow. I went on to be badminton but that still wasn't my career. Oh, i was going to say who
0: knew isn't just runners that come out of this city <laughs> amazing badminton players as well.
1: Yes, uh, there's quite a good badminton team in the town. So I suppose amazing because there was not much there's no like there's no cinemas yeah. uh, there's hardly any restaurants so we would cook at home and uh, i suppose all of our extra time was like for me especially for me my time was spent a lot with sport swimming cycling running badminton table tennis whatever wow. just any sport i just loved sport uh, whereas i suppose uh, quite a few of my friends were into cooking so uh, you know we would they would because it was it was just activities that we could do around in and around the house kind of yeah, thing or yeah. or you could just step out of the house and start running or something like that <laughs> so yeah so what career um,
0: did you move on to once I
1: eventually moved on to becoming an accountant of course but that was only after I moved to the UK.
0: Wow! So, so you were thirty-three school, years, did you say you were in? Yes. Ha- so in
1: after Africa. school, after school, I was. We had a business, so mm-hmm. I helped out in the business uh, while studying, and I also worked in a bank for six months. I wow. I also worked in an insurance company for about a year. Wow! So. Yeah, but I didn't qualify. So I only did my ACCA only after moving into the UK.
0: So, what, so, what led you to move to the UK?
1: So, it was actually getting married. Ah. <laughs> I met my husband in Kenya. And of course, he had been settled here for nearly 10 years. Okay. And therefore, we kind of met. And yeah, I got. We got married in the UK,
2: wow. <laughs> so that's why
1: I moved to the UK. <laughs> so, did the this rest journey. of your
0: the rest of your family still in Kenya, or did they come to the UK as well?
1: No, so my family <laughs> is spread everywhere.
0: They're everywhere. Of so, my parents
1: were still in Kenya until 2001, but they're now in the States with my brother. Okay. And my sister <laughs> was in Kenya for a long time until 2014 and now she's in Australia oh she's in Australia (laughs) she's in Perth yes (laughs) you guys everywhere you must wish
0: you must wish that COVID would hurry up and go away so you can go visit each other I mean
1: we did have we did really have a misfortune because we so I have seen my sister I have seen my brother my brother has seen my sister but the three of us haven't been together since 2001
2: no so the last
1: time the three of us were together was in 2001 oh wow and we were supposed to meet last year in June we had all organized to go to states to <sighs> be with my brother and my parents because wow. it was their 50th wedding and anniversary uh, so <laughs> oh. But yes, COVID struck and no, we haven't been able to meet yet. So
0: So now that's still
1: pending. It's still pending. (laughs) Two
0: thousand and twenty three or four or something. (laughs) Who knows?
1: Fingers crossed, yes. Oh, wow. (laughs) Fingers crossed.
0: So you you found yourself um, married and in the UK in a new country. Did you and I know you have children, don't you? I'm pretty sure you I have.
1: have one son, yes. Mm-hmm. How yes. old is he? He's 17 now.
0: Oh, wow.
1: <laughs> but uh, so when I moved here, I only played badminton once a week. So there was a big career, you know, a big lifestyle change, <laughs> definitely for sure. Wow. Um, I hardly did any running at that point in time, uh, mm-hmm. just because of. Everything, you know, working, yeah. um, you know, family, new family, new country. New country. Different. Yes, <laughs> everything was different. I'd, I'd been to the UK only once for about two months before actually moving into the UK in, wow. for my wedding. So, yeah. Uh, so it was it was very different lifestyle because I'd like stopped. I would just playing badminton once a week. So not even professionally. You know, it was just playing with friends and family and cousins. So it was totally different.
0: I bet they didn't uh, like playing you though, because you'd probably win most of the time.
1: Yeah, I, get, I mean, even even the boys didn't enjoy that because, especially, even friends from town, they were like, "Oh my god, no, we don't." <laughs> so they good. still remember that today. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, but. Yeah, lifestyle change, hardly did any. No, I didn't even do any running whatsoever. Wow. Uh, when I moved here, it was almost a stop. I,
0: Can you remember yeah. when you started again or what, what caused yes, you to start running? Yes, I will again?
1: tell you. I will tell you the story of yeah. how it all started. So uh, I then had my son in 2004. Mm-hmm so I still and then I stopped playing badminton as well so since 2003 I stopped playing badminton as well so you can imagine stop of badminton, stop of running, stopping all kind of fun things and in 2007 my aunt passed away Mm -hmm. after that I was quite ill actually I was quite ill Um, I mean it's I didn't realize at the time that I was going to be so ill because there was no signs or anything. It was just basically my vitamin D and my calcium levels started playing up. Yeah. And it was, you know, mood swings and different things. So I'd have, uh, and before that, I was also um, diagnosed with hypothyroidism in 2001. Mm -hmm. So, but that didn't make me change my style lifestyle at that point in time. And in 2007, um, obviously my aunt passed away. I went to Kenya for the funeral, came back. I was a bit ill, so, you know, had appointments. And the doctors couldn't find exactly what it was, mm-hmm. but it was like the calcium would go up and down, the vitamin would be mm-hmm. up and down. It was just one thing leading to another. And, after two years of, you know, almost constant being at the hospital, but not finding anything, the doctor just, you know, the consultant just said, look, there's, we can't see anything. There's nothing majorly wrong, but you you might need to just find some things to de-stress and, you know, look after yourself a bit more. So I thought, okay, that's it. Helpful. I'd, <laughs> been, I'd been unfit. I'd been everything. So then... July of 2019, no, sorry, July of 2009 mm. is when I thought, okay, I'm not going to be able to play badminton because I have no fitness whatsoever. So I literally started running again. So I would start, I because obviously my son was about three years old then, so mm. it was still hard to leave him. go. although I was working, full, so yeah, because I was still working full time, Monday to Friday, So not seeing my son much, but just see him after six in the evening and stuff like that. But then I had to look after myself as well. So Mm -hmm. um, every Saturday, I just started running, literally started with 15 minutes running. Wow. 15 minutes. And then after a month, I increased it to 20 minutes and so on and so forth. So 20 minutes to 30 minutes. And by the end of the year, I was running six miles every Saturday. Awesome. But you didn't yes. do anything
0: in between. So you didn't so it was just Nothing. Like just once a week. Once every seven days. So you just you went yes. for a...
1: once a week, wow. just a run. And from there, um, and then I was slightly bitter and my friends had been saying, When are you coming back to Badminton?
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: then Jan two thousand ten, I started playing badminton once a week. So I'd play badminton on the Monday and I'd run on the Saturday so twice it and started you had two things <laughs> yeah then Stoy I had myself. two things yes uh that kind of carried on but I started increasing the running as well because I just thought yeah it was, it was just helping me you know just mentally just just felt free just enjoyed yeah. it I will always enjoyed being outdoors anyway so and there did you
0: not, did your health seem better you started to feel better
2: it's
1: definitely uh, improved like uh, I mean I didn't have to worry about uh anything because it was just on the verge of kind of you know falling apart but yeah. it did, I hadn't fallen apart yet so <laughs> I thought well I don't want to fall apart, might as well make the improvements now <laughs> rather than later. So, good idea. It was, <laughs> it was good for me, yes. And um, yeah, and then I started running Saturday and Sunday. So, six miles on Saturday, six miles on Sunday. Wow. That went on Monday. And before I knew it, uh, 2015, uh, so 2014 October, I just, because I wanted to run a marathon. I would uh-huh. wanted to run a marathon since I'd come to the U.K. since 1998. Wow. but uh, I'd never done one. So I thought, you know what, for my 40th birthday, I'm going to do my marathon.
0: And okay, so how did I that go?
1: Tra- <laughs> As, I trained for the Lund- As I joined in the London Marathon, we did a lot of training. So I did the traditional method of training, mm-hmm. which is called, the, you know, doing long runs and doing the short runs in the week and stuff like that and and
0: lots of kilometers
1: yes Um, Mm. so that was good Uh, I mean I had my dad cheering on for me my parent you know my mom was happy but we did again have a small unfortunate event where my my uncle passed away oh and that uncle was like my dad as well because Mm. they had no children and he Officially not adopted me, but he was yeah. uh, a very cluster. close yes, yeah. because we used to be in a big family in Kenya mm-hmm. so he was yeah. part he was part of the family he was mm-hmm. always with us
2: mm-hmm.
1: so he passed away in March mm. and then I had to travel to India for a week because he passed away in India oh. so I went for a week but at the same time I did some work and stuff like that so uh kind of again you know a little bit of a kind of a stressful situation yeah, yeah so i finished the marathon but maybe a couple of weeks before the marathon i was starting to struggle with my hamstring and mm-hmm. just the weakness in the muscles and everything and uh, i didn't realize so we thought it was just because of all the training that
2: yeah
1: I so the marathon finished and then rested for about 3 4 weeks and then started slowly run, running again but i would just run like you know six miles and i'll be like tired so mm-hmm. again which I, I was like no this doesn't seem right so we just uh, got went to the doctor and got the blood test done and it was actually again the vitamin d was playing up where the levels had even even though it was summer my reading was like literally under five or something It's really like low. That. Oh dear! Very low. Mm. Very low. So they just say you just have to top up your vitamin D, basically. For some reason, I think possibly because I was so used to the sunshine in Kenya, and mm-hmm. whereas in the UK there's not like sunshine as such, and because I'm in the office all day long, mm. yeah, so, so you're getting... I, I'm not getting enough vitamin D. Yeah. Also, there's some it's summertime, but I'm just not getting enough.
2: Like, mm
1: vitamin d so i think it's just one of those things that i just have to keep an eye on and make sure it's constantly you know it's actually after.
0: very <laughs> common here in tasmania where i live um low vitamin yeah. d because there's it's not um only the sun it's also because there's uh, vitamin d also comes from our vegetables but apparently yes. or, or from the soil and we don't have the, the level of vitamin d that they have in most places here in, yeah. on this island which is interesting yeah. so yeah, it's something we have to keep so, an eye on occasionally too.
1: Yes, mm. yeah. So, um, yeah, it was just weird. But then luckily we kind of again caught it early and I just mm. started topping up. Um, and then I trained for a second marathon in the same year. What? Uh, <laughs> yes. So we did the Marathon du Médoc in the vineyards of Bordeaux in south of France.
0: That sounds and awful. Oh, why would you want to do that
1: <laughs> oh wow. that was that was that was actually awesome I enjoyed the London Marathon so much that I, I thought no I definitely want to do another one uh with the London Marathon oh I love the music I just yeah. love the cheering and the crowds, I just loved the crowds. Mm-hmm. it was just amazing and uh the marathon do matter we had done it in a group so we had gone 10 runners and three three like tier people so we'd gone in a group of 13 10 people did finish the marathon but That's again amazing. I don't know if you've heard of the madoc but it's like you know you go run through the vineyard so is that
0: where you take a drink each time
1: yes yeah, yeah, I, so I have time but I don't drink so I was okay <laughs> but yeah you could try all the different wines at some points, we, the first stop was literally mini breakfast where you have croissants and no <laughs> everything. So it was amazing.
0: We have a, I have some uh, friends here who've, who've done it. I didn't know about the mini breakfast because they do drink wine. That's what yeah. I heard about. <laughs> the
1: and then the I wine. think at mile 20 or 21, there's like oysters and stuff like that. But I'm vegetarian, so I didn't have that. But again, you've got the option of having oysters. You had, did you have croissants for the mini breakfast? No, I don't think I had, uh, but I had lots, lots of Clementines. I'm, I love my Clementines. So yeah. Was, the cake, is, that's a cake, isn't it? Like that's
0: a little no, cake? No, the
1: Clementine, the orange, um, oh. like orange. Yeah, the Clementine. We talked about so. that in
0: training as well. That's right. I remember that. Yes,
1: yes, <laughs> yes. So it's just to give you, the Clementine was just basically a little bit of fruit, a little bit of juice and mm-hmm. It's just good for me for um To keep you going. I think I was feeling a bit dehydrated and mm. uh, a bit of cramps So on the day it just helped with yeah. just moving forward. Um yeah, so everyone finished that for marathon as well. But after as again, same issue. As soon as I finished the marathon, I got to the finish point after that. I couldn't feel my whole body was literally especially from my hips down I was just hurting like mad I I just could not I could not walk and I was in tears I was crying I was like oh my god what am I (laughs) put myself into what have I done (laughs) what have I done exactly um but it was just it was just I think it was just the vitamin D, but mm. that's why I say health issues, you know, you, sometimes you think you're really well, you're fine, but you just have to ensure, you know, all your uh, vitamins and everything.
0: So you you needing to do that now, like to keep an eye on
1: your vitamin have to, so D? during winter, I, I just have to top up my vitamin D. Mm-hmm. I just have to ensure, I take take it even if it's not uh given by the doctor I just mm-hmm. take a thousand um microgram of uh, vitamin D just mm-hmm. to ensure I keep going uh but I'm not very good at it I because it's not prescribed I'm not I'm not very I'm not a keen person on taking lots of lots of medication or lots yeah. and lots of pills and stuff like that I want to try and do it as naturally as possible but yeah You've got to be I'm careful. not very good, at it. <laughs> but I do have to be careful, especially knowing that there's history of osteoporosis and stuff like that yeah. in the family. Yeah, arthritis. Did so, you um
0: just I would have told you off, but I I may as well tell you because other people might might um it might help someone someone else. My my mother had it wasn't so much the vitamin D but the calcium and you mentioned that earlier and the thyroid yes. things. She had um hyper Hypoth- no parathyroid
1: she had yeah, a, so and they she had
0: to have it removed yeah. so it wasn't or oh, was it parathyroid anyway so it wasn't the exact uh, the thing that people normally do but it was a, a, a I can't remember if i can remember it i'll i'll let you know yeah so there is
1: parathyroid, parathyroid which is the vitamin d issues so mm-hmm. they could they would need to remove them if they became enlarged so Ooh. they've done all of those tests on me but in my case they've not had to
0: it wasn't okay
1: they've not had to operate or do because it's fine it's just yeah just have to keep an eye on it that's all that yeah just balance it out as best as you can so
0: you managed to do two marathons in one year yes (laughs) instead of spreading them out over you know maybe one a year or something (laughs) you did two yeah i
1: just go to the extreme (laughs)
0: so was, you said it was 2015 I think have you done any other I mean apart from the 60k that we did have you done any other no.
1: marathons So <laughs> after that because I was I was quite badly injured I had a really bad hamstring injury I think mm-hmm. it's all the miles that we put in mm-hmm. that just killed me uh And I was doing a lot of badminton as well because that's when I got into the county, into the league matches and just different (sighs) things. Because now that I got back into, you know, playing and being fit and everything. So, yeah. Because, yeah, it was actually the, around July time Mm -hmm. when I was offered to go and play for a club. And uh, I said, no, at, not at the moment because I'm training for a marathon so as soon as the marathon was done it was like from October I was like playing for league matches it's just internal club matches that they play it's for yeah. got the Middlesex League the Hammersmith League and the Healing League in in the London and yeah I just uh, got in and started yeah I played for the team it's good fun. So I'm I remembered my days of competition and it's been kind of you no know, go from there it's like I've not stopped. <laughs> so you're still playing badminton now?
2: Yes. Yeah. So
1: that's a major part of yeah my kind of fitness regime. So play badminton. I'm actually coaching as well now. Oh wow. So yeah, we're trying to um I'm just in the process. So I've done my level one of badminton coaching. I'm in my process of doing my level two of badminton coaching. And That's amazing. Once I get my level two, then I'll be an officially be coaching properly on my own rather than under some another yeah. coach. Yes. So, That's fantastic. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, I mean, yes, but I mean, like I say, fitness has been, and I still run now. So, yeah, let's, so after that injury, Mm. 2016, no running. (gasps) I only did a half, I only managed a half marathon in October of
2: 2016.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, Hardly did any running in 2017. Uh And then I started back uh, after like a little bit, but I was literally doing four to six miles okay um yeah just once a week because I just didn't want injuries so you were doing
0: why did you start again did you start it because to support the badminton
1: always yes yeah um and (laughs) it just helps me because like I say it's it's an outdoor thing yeah it's it just it just I just love the outdoors I enjoy the fresh air I enjoy that me time where I'm not even sometimes i'm not even have to think about anything i just go out for a run just kind of clear my mind and you know 40 50 minutes later i'm back fresh refreshed kind of thing
0: so do you you find it's like a de-stressor perhaps when life's getting a bit crazy
1: definitely definitely Mm. yes it is a big part of my journey I mean I, I can't emphasize enough <laughs> on how much it distresses me you know people feel stressed or running but you don't have to go for a really fast run you just have to go for a run and yeah. you know just go out enjoy it and enjoy it like for me I mean it's not like I run in any excluded part. I'm literally running just on the streets so I can see yeah. houses. I can see the, the cars on the way. But in my head, it's my own space. So nothing else matters outside at that point in time. Mm-hmm. It's it's just a blank, like a you know clean slate every single day.
0: So what are you thinking about when you're running, Nina? What kind of things uh, do you think about?
1: So- sometimes yes um as much as we try and avoid you know our everyday life but it does you have to sometimes I think about oh I've got to do xyz
2: so, so
1: <laughs> sometimes it's a shopping list sometimes yeah. it's the to-do list because yes. there's because I'm still working full-time don't forget I'm of still course working you full-time are. I am still running, I'm still doing my badminton, I'm still doing my coaching, I'm still thinking about all these various things that and you have a you know, a family
0: and a house and And a family and
1: cooking and what am I gonna make for lunch and dinner? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Everything. It goes on and on It, it does. It does. Um so yeah, it some days you just so that's why sometimes that running really helps because I just black my mind of everything. Yeah.
0: yeah, it just gives you a bit of space in the day. Yes. Yeah. So how often would you run now?
1: At the moment, okay, so as we know, we met at the 60K. We did. Or the journey of over 60K. Mm-hmm. Um, so at that point, I was running, I was quite good. From November, since I started training with Marlies and Buzz. I again I was just doing two runs a week, mm-hmm. only. Uh, the one was the fast the you know the
2: the intervals what do call
1: it the interval training mm-hmm. exactly, yeah. and then the MHR run. Yeah. Uh, and then we actually started doing the training in February I think mm. yeah or end of January for the. 60k Mm -hmm. so at that point I was running four times a week Mm
2: -hmm. but then I
1: didn't have badminton at that time because of covid
0: of course
1: (laughs) so this is this is the this is the thing so if if I if I don't have any badminton then yeah I'll go out three four times a week I'm happy to do that and I don't I don't do very long distances Mm -hmm. I mean I've always done six seven eight eight miles max. Like okay even before my the marathon trainings I've always used to do six milers. I've mm-hmm. not done more than that ever. Yeah. So it's just an hour of running, you know, and that's it. I I feel fit. I feel happy. I I just enjoy it. Yeah. So yeah. So at that point obviously because we were training for an event mm-hmm. and because it was a sixty k, I obviously we had to be fit and Make. So we went very seriously. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <Sorry. laughs> Although, yeah we, so we would, cons- I was consistently training, but even at that time, I think it was only in the last month when I was doing four times a week, but before that, it was just mm-hmm. three times. A week. So okay. it was like Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday, something like that. So that's yeah. not too bad.
0: That's good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. none of it's good or bad. Um, so how do you get out the door? Like, you know, we, one of the things that we were just talking about is the 60 K and that kind of was like, uh, frightening if we didn't put in some of those training yeah. things that we, that, you yes. know, they said to do that. So we need to do that because yeah. otherwise when we, when we do our 60 K, it may be very messy, but yeah. um, so on those days when maybe you don't have a barley, uh, a Marlies or a baz I kind of put their two names together then um what how do you get yourself out the door you know the weather's not nice or I mean like
1: for me like I say it is my time Mm -hmm. it is I enjoy the outdoors I enjoy the fresh air so like I hadn't gone out for a run yesterday so Mm -hmm. just last night I said no I I just want to go out for a run. And this morning I was up at 5.30. I was out the door at six. And just before over conversation, I just walked in at 7.20. in the morning. Snap. <laughs> yeah. So for me it's okay, yeah, I haven't been consistent though. But again, because badmintons opened yes. up. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you don't necessarily do exactly. Yeah. But I'm doing. See, I do two hours of badminton on the Tuesday, two hours badminton on the Thursday,
0: uh-huh.
1: and therefore sometimes and because of the coaching as well. So I'm doing one hour on Thursday, two hours on Friday. That's the mm-hmm. coaching. So and then wow. I did one hour on Sunday. So that's another four hours. So it it can get quite if I'm not careful. If I don't balance it, yeah, I, I can I can mess myself up big time. So it seems so, to me like
0: the running is something that you do for your own headspace and because you love it, and yes. it supports your, your badminton
2: definitely. Um,
0: but because badminton. Minton involves other people, it's a little bit harder. Well, it's a different kind of it's still exercise and it's really good for you and is for you, but it's not necessarily something that you do for your own headspace, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, so badminton is more competitive, let's Mm. put it that way. And it's more challenging, I suppose, because with even coaching people, you know, children, Mm -hmm. um, you want to make sure they they learn, they progress. Uh move forward so there's always that whereas running is yeah I'm still competitive I suppose you can call it that Mm although I'm not fast I'm not fast
2: competitive with yourself I still want to
1: do well yes with myself yeah every time you want to try and get better or bit your time (laughs) you can't
2: always do that so do
0: you, do you often run by yourself? It sounds like you do, or do you run with some with friends uh, sometimes
2: too? So
1: when I was doing the marathons, I was actually training in a group. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was good because we actually had twenty people training at the same time. Wow! But it, not everyone's pace is the same. So mm-hmm. you some are forward, some are behind, some are in the middle. But you start all start together. You all warm up together. You all start together. And after the run, you, we sometimes used to go out for a coffee or hot chocolate yeah. and it was just that around the corner. So literally, so you'd meet people. So it's a social thing as well because
0: totally. uh,
1: you're running with somebody, you're talking to someone while running. Um, and yeah, you finish and you just, you know, cheer people on and make sure everyone's safe, everyone's well. Mm-hmm. So that's also a good part of it. Yes, because of COVID I have been running by myself just because I don't you know you just want to be careful of Mm. people of you don't want to infect someone just in case you've Mm. got it Mm. and you you don't want to be infected because of course I've got family at home and then I've got my in laws next door. Mm. So we just have to be like wary of all these things. Mm. And be sensible. So yes, the last year and a bit it's been running by myself mainly okay yeah
0: um yeah. when you run especially by yourself do you listen to anything or do you just listen to your I don't, own thoughts
1: i don't even carry my phone with me i'm not wow. a big fan of carrying my phone or listening to any music um i actually uh so sometimes i'm actually praying <laughs> wow that's
2: interesting
1: yes um so it's my because it's time that yeah
2: this is your
1: time is for Mm -hmm. me it's it's being grateful about all the things we have Mm -hmm. in life it's about I do believe okay there is God because there is an outer power which I know sometimes Mm -hmm. I have no control over and that's who I call God. So yeah. it might not be a religion or a particular God because yeah. it's a bit confusing. I'm a bit confused about all these things. But I know there is an outer power which yeah. does control all the things that you cannot control and it's out of your thing. And I just kind of, yeah, sometimes I'm praying. I'm just saying thank you for all the things that I do have in my life. Yeah, I so love I that. It. Sometimes That's I pray. I pray. Sometimes I'm just counting, you know, because yeah. of Bars and uh method of the breathing. Yeah. Sometimes I'm just counting um, just to make sure breathing and everything is under control.
2: Yeah.
1: And sometimes. Um, I mean, today I wasn't thinking anything. Like I say, sometimes it's just, just breathing, enjoy the. I do like the cool air. Like I say, yeah. you know, the outdoor, the cool air, the fresh air coming on your
2: yeah
1: face, yeah. and the yeah. Sometimes I good. just run. Yeah, just
0: makes makes you feel alive.
1: Yes, and making I the most of I just can't explain it, but to anyone, I would just say, oh, it's. It's just an amazing thing in my life.
0: I think it's kind of, it's that sort of effect that you have to do it to really uh, experience it. And every yes, and nobody like I say
1: you don't have to be competitive. You know, mm-hmm. you don't you don't have to go for time all the time. As long as it's helping you, you know, mm. even if it's in the slightest of ways, mm. it's giving you something uh, back then do it
0: give it a Run. go um, yes. so I think I often ask this question and that is um when did you call yourself a runner
1: like I say I think I would call myself a runner when I was 13 when I just started running on the hockey pitch yeah or or I've never called myself a runner just because <laughs> So it's I'm maybe not, you've never you know, I'm not running to like I'm not the fastest of runners. So <laughs> I'm only so five foot one if if that helps.
0: <laughs> so a little bit shorter than me.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but, and for me, I'll have to take two steps for every one <laughs> step that a tall runner But that would mean that our
0: definition of runner is someone who's fast and that's not true even you've said that's that. not so, true exactly and you said so, you know your first experience of running was with your dad and when you were a child exactly. and when you were running so I think maybe you're confused about the whole concept of being a runner or not because you've actually always been a runner and it's exactly. like well it's like walking and I've always yes. run and whether I'm running in badminton or I'm running
1: so, after my dad So yeah <laughs> when, when someone asks me what would you rather do I'll say I will run if, if I were to, if I was given a choice between running and walking, I'll say, no, I'll run because it's a bit quicker.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's a bit quicker. <laughs> you do get where you're going a little faster. Yeah,
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
0: So how, how long do you think you'll run for
1: in your life? I'd wanna be, I would want to run as, as much as I can. Yeah. Until until when I can, I yeah. definitely wanna run. Yeah, it's so I you, don't know. You don't <laughs> have a picture different.
0: of it ending, basically. Like no. it, it, it's only if you know you have ended up in a wheelchair or something, God forbid. But um, you know, it was you just picture running for as long as your body allows it. Yes, That'd be a case
1: definitely, definitely but forever. Yes, <laughs> That's the word. We're looking for. I mean, maybe I mean touch wood, maybe. I'll run and die. <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh, That's it. Oh, I must, I must add this because I had a friend. <laughs> oh. I had a friend. He used to play badminton as well, mm. but he was a runner like me. Hmm. But that. he had the misfortune of going out for a run mm-hmm. uh, at night. Mm-hmm. He didn't come, come back home. Oh,
0: that's awful!
1: Because he had a problem with his heart.
0: I was going to say, was it heart? Mm-hmm.
1: He was having tests done around the time. Mm-hmm. But maybe he should have listened to the doctor yeah, he, just for the time being, don't run. You know, yeah. but he didn't listen, so he went mm-hmm. for a run because he was feeling fine and all yeah. that. Yeah. But yes, he. Collapsed in the early way, and I Mm. think they found his body the next day in the morning.
0: Oh, that's very sad. That was
1: really sad. So it is. I mean, listen to your body, of course. Listen to your body. Be sensible about Mm -hmm. it. And yeah, I would like to run, as as I say, Mm -hmm. and hopefully, like you say, till the end. But we never know. And that's why life life okay. happens accept it
0: yeah sure. It could, it could be a bus you know like anything. whatever that's right it can be so anything and know. that's
1: why I say I still be I'm always grateful for all mm. the things that I have in life. Mm.
0: make the most so, of it of your good yes. health as well
1: exactly
0: and being able exactly. to move and not just move but
2: run
1: but I mean I like I said we have had history of arthritis and mm. I've, I've seen my aunt's who have been in bed, you know, and just at the age of 50. So Mm. I appreciate it that I'm still mobile. I'm still able to go everywhere, do things. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: and that's why health and fitness and all this I do because it is important at the end of the day.
0: I agree. It's totally important. And what is it, um, move it or lose it? So that's one of those things so
1: possibly yeah possibly.
0: i know um, with some things like arthritis um i know that well, it Depends on the different types of arthritis but that continuing to move um that does help delay any yes. um, onset, onset. Of, of different types yes. of arthritis so
2: exactly
0: yay which so it kind of fits you move it or you or it starts <laughs> getting stiff and you can't move it which we don't want
1: <laughs> yeah
0: exactly. so if if I was to ask you um, one thing that you think running uh, that with running has improved your life because of one thing so something that running has done that's improved your life without it your life wouldn't be have this essence or this quality what would that be?
1: It just distresses me it, mm-hmm. it has helped me in the sense that it's always distressed me Mm -hmm. it's let me keep going even when things have been quite difficult in life sometimes Mm -hmm. but that's why I say I just go out for half an hour even it just clears my space gives me a little bit of a breather and come back to face my challenges so Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, I just can't for me like I said it's always been there and maybe if I didn't have it so yeah the years when I didn't have it uh maybe that was making me sick but I didn't realize it at the time mm-hmm. you know yeah. between 98 until 2009 so mm-hmm. 10 good years mm-hmm. when things you know okay yeah I was going because yes I was studying I was in a new country I was having a baby family (laughs) having a baby at that point yes things you know I didn't run I didn't play badminton but life was happening Mm. and it wasn't probably affecting all my muscles or my Mm. you know all my hormones um but you don't realize it at the time Mm only when things start going wrong that's when you you realize that it's it's affecting you and you need to do something about it so to all people I would say do not stop exercising at any point Mm -hmm. in time
0: it's good for your body and your mind make
1: time for yourself yes Yes, you've had a baby but you can't look after your baby unless you look after yourself Mm -hmm. if you're no more The baby's just dead. Mm
2: -hmm. I mean, it's
1: not being mean. It's not being mean or anything. I know your baby needs you, but for half an hour, leave them with your husband. Leave them, you know, with granddad, grandmom. It's it's just a little bit of time. I mean, for me, I've had to leave my baby for work purposes. And yes, I do, there are days when I feel, I wish I would have given more time to my son, but mm-hmm. my circumstances are different. But mm. for yourself, for your health, for your future, it's important to take care of yourself first before you can take care of others.
0: So- he must, your son must be very proud of you though, looking at it, the, he is seeing what he his plays mom's badminton. doing and moving.
1: There you go. It's <laughs> the example kind of that you were showing. Uh, Yes, I mean, he was a cricketer since he was five. Wow. Uh, but he saw, he came to the London Marathon, he saw me run, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe at that time he was already 2015, so he was 11 years old, or just about 10, 10 and yeah. a half. Um, and he's seen it now, and I mm-hmm. think he appreciates it, that kind of not just work but fit you know fitness mm. and everything is mm. cool important as well just instead of being a couch potato I suppose yeah, you call it. yeah. um so he yeah he <laughs> I mean he wants to do a sports science degree which wow. I now had the courage to do <laughs> so so let's see how that pans out but yeah it's it's,
0: it's very amazing cool. to see yeah yeah so look you, you the influence when I mean, you just said that and the big smile that came on your face yeah so po- more than possibly that wouldn't be his chosen goal necessarily having not seen that so much sport in his parents life um he may not possibly. have been quite so focused on it
1: possibly i mean uh, sometimes it's scary to think oh my god is he just going <laughs> to follow it but why not if that's, that's right. something makes you happy then yeah do yeah. it you know very exciting that's what you want yeah and like I said I'm you know part I'm I'm hoping to move part-time accountant so that I have some more time to spend more time with coaching um
0: you're you know children
1: uh because I am doing grassroots badminton so people children who have never touched a racket never played you know who don't sometimes they don't even have a hand-eye coordination they don't have any balance in you know their movement Mm -hmm. so it's challenging but it's good it's good to do this um because you you can make a difference
0: totally yeah Yeah. i think that's awesome well done well done (laughs) so um before we go two more questions Um, Is there anything that you wanted to share about running that we haven't touched on already? Oh,
1: God. Uh, No, I think we've shared almost everything about running. (laughs) Just give it a try is all I can say. Mm -hmm. Just go out and try. Start with five minutes. You don't have to run for 10 hours. You know, you don't have to run for an hour. You don't have to run for half an hour. You could just start with five minutes because that's what I've done after coming back Mm -hmm. from my break. Yeah. literally started running for 20 minutes you know it was literally a two um yeah it was a two my uh, route yeah I didn't know at the time I, I hadn't measured it <laughs> but I measured it afterwards after uh, so I didn't even have a watch you don't necessarily mm. need a watch you don't need any equipment only thing is just the shoes yeah and just Just wear your shoes and get out the door and just go. Just enjoy it. You don't have to run, you know, really fast or just run at your pace at what you can manage. And eventually you'll see you want to just get, you know, you can add on five minutes every time you go out or five minutes every two or three weeks. And slowly you'll you'll be running. And you want to do more. you become addicted. Yes. He's <laughs> too? <For> sure.
0: okay. <laughs> so that kind of ties into the last question, which is do you have a tip for somebody who's thinking about starting running?
1: Like I said, just get a pair of shoes. Mm-hmm. You don't need anything, just the intention that you want to run. Yeah. And just just give it a try. Just yeah. just go out there and give it a try. You won't regret it.
0: Trust me is there is there anyone you wouldn't recommend running to like just n- not talking about um, you know obviously people who have some kind of physical ailment which uh, their doctors would say don't but is there anyone else that you wouldn't would recommend to not run
1: I mean why nah. won't you no <laughs> you've been given to fit you've been you I think women I just personally think People, human beings, are meant to walk to run, because that's how we've been built, mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah, you need to use your legs to that's get true. moving.
0: Get moving, exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh,
0: I love that, Nina. It's so true, though. Oh, <laughs> that is exactly.
1: That's me. True. You know me. I just laugh.
0: You do, but and that's true, though we have these legs and we have feet as well, the end of them. And they are biomechanically made for us to walk and then run. We either catch our food or we become food. Yeah. <laughs> That's historically how we were made.
2: Exactly. Um,
0: and we still mostly like that. <laughs> we, yeah. And we need to uh, to use them. Or we get all these ailments, um, which we've this talked about it. from being sedentary yeah. too much in our lives. So. Yes. Yeah. Well, Nina, it's been amazing to chat with you. And I so oh. knew it'd be a big giggle. Um <laughs> don't don't um don't go off straight away or I'll say goodbye to you off as well. But I just no. wanted to say a massive thank you for sharing some of your
1: thank you for wisdom. inviting me. It's was, been amazing. Yeah, it's been a pleasure speaking to you today. Yeah. Thank I you.
0: <laughs> I will talk to you in a minute. We'll just get okay. off here, but again. Thank you. I really appreciate you. Thank you for listening to the Fit Mind Fit Body podcast. I'd love to talk to you about your running journey. So send me a message on Facebook or on the website and let's do it. For a bunch of resources on mindful running that will help you get and stay mentally and physically fit, head over to the website, fitmindfitbody.co and I'll see you there. Plus, I'll be back here in your podcast player a few times a week. Hit subscribe now so that you don't miss an episode. And before you go, I'd really appreciate it if you'd leave a review. It'll help more people to find the podcast and get inspired to start running. I'll see you soon.
2: Bye.